spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Governor Kemp, thanks for your time this morning. Hey, good morning, Tim. Uh, quick question here, and I genuinely don't know the answer to this. I suspect I know the answer to this, but I'll let you tell me. Uh, President Trump going to be in Dalton tonight with at least Senator Leffler. Sounds like Senator Perdue won't be able to make it. Uh, do you plan to be in Dalton? We're still de- uh, looking to see if we'll be there tonight or not. I'm not quite sure. We've got a lot going on on the COVID front, vaccine distribution. Our hospital situation is really taxed right now, and I have a busy day at the Capitol, so I'm still kind of working on my schedule the rest of the day. Well, let's start there. Let's talk about coronavirus. We'll work our way back to the Senate and the politics and the runoffs and the rest of it. Uh, some reporting over the weekend that we got plenty of vaccine here, but distribution at the moment seems to be an issue. Well, I wouldn't say it's just distribution. I think the way we had things set up based on the CDC guidance, um, we have a really kind of interesting situation. We have more demand than we have supply in our metro areas. So we have a lot of healthcare workers, obviously, in places like metro Atlanta and Athens and other bigger cities around the state. Uh, and have a lot of those people that want to get the vaccine. So we, we really need more doses in many of those areas. In other parts of the state, our rural areas, there's been some reluctance by some in the nursing home industry, others in hospitals to take the vaccine um, as much as 40, 50 percent, you know, almost half the people not willing to, to take it. So we have a lot of supply there, but we have a lot of demand there as well with folks that didn't that weren't in the 1A criteria that we rolled out based on the CDC guidance. So. Uh, Dr. Toomey and I felt like it was prudent for us to expand that 1A um, eligibility to first responders, those over 65, medically fragile. I mean, look, we want to get vaccines. We want to get shots in arms, not have vaccines sitting in the freezer. So we did that last week. We're rolling that out. We're going to continue to monitor that uh, daily. I would tell people to call their public health department in their county to see if there is availability. If you meet this expanded criteria, I would ask if you could go ahead and get the vaccine. But it is it is based on the availability of it, Tim. The healthcare workers still have a priority unless there's a excess supply. Uh, healthcare workers, and we understand now, uh, starting, in fact, in some cases already, but getting underway in a big way this week, uh, inoculations, vaccinations for the nursing home residents themselves around the state. Yeah, and CVS and Walgreens is doing that as part of Operation Warp Speed with the Trump administration and the vaccine rollout, really taking the states out of being the middleman there, which I think is a, a really good move to get this medical miracle into, into the nursing homes to protect the residents by inoculating the staff first and then doing the residents themselves. So that is well underway. I will tell you, I've talked to uh, some of the, the folks that, own and manage these facilities and it's uh they're telling me it's the best day they've ever had in their career within that vaccine that, that industry has been hit very hard uh so we're glad that that's happening and that's ramping up as well and i think you'll see 
that streamlined a lot more this week as, as things are rolling now. Governor Brian Kemp with us this morning. Ard, you mentioned the Trump administration, Operation Warp Speed. I, I, the shifting gears, I know you've heard the phone call by now. I certainly have heard about it. Uh, the phone call to Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, I guess the call itself was Saturday. We all heard it and learned about it on Sunday. Your impression, what you've, what you've heard of it, what do you think? Well, my thinking is, Tim, I wouldn't. I would tell people not to get distracted by that. There's been a lot of distractions over the last several weeks. What we need to stay focused on politically, in my mind, is these Senate runoffs. Republicans need to have a huge turnout to win this election tomorrow. Um, you know, I think that it's pretty clear in the data that the Democrats have done a good job of getting the early vote out. A lot of Republicans are waiting to vote in person on election day for whatever reason. And we need them to big to win this race and to stop a socialist movement, quite honestly, in our, our country by handing the political uh, keys of power to Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, AOC, and Bernie Sanders and having an agenda that's going to defund the police and wreck our economy and a lot of other things that, that, that would just be part of the radical agenda. So I'm asking all my my friends in Georgia that don't want to go down that road to believe a good balance of power and good for our country to get out and vote for Kelly and David on Tuesday. Well, I suppose a two-part question then, Governor Kemp. Uh, how confident are you in the election process, the casting of votes, the counting of votes in Georgia? How confident are you about what happened on November 3rd, the result we saw there? And how confident are you about what we'll get tomorrow in terms of a fair and accurate and secure election? Well, before I answer that question, I would just say it doesn't really matter what people think regarding that. They still need to go vote. That's the only chance we got to stop, to, to be the red wall here in Georgia, to stop this liberal agenda and handing the keys to Pelosi and Schumer. I think the process is going to be good um, tomorrow. I think, you know, anytime there's a lot of eyes on close elections, it helps people pay attention more. It helps more people volunteer to be poll watchers. It gets the political parties engaged to make sure that they're watching the process. People actually learn about the process and realize that they can watch the logic and accuracy testing that goes on before an election. They realize that there's a process to to follow on the signature matches and that we have county election boards that have both Republicans and Democrats on them, even if it's county like Fulton County. I mean, I know the Republicans on the Fulton County Elections Board are working very hard to make sure that the process is going to be a good one tomorrow, and I believe that, that it will. All right, quickly, and I, and I know the legislative session is approaching here. We'll let you go on this one, Governor Kemp. Uh, the, the budget is obviously a concern for a lot of folks, a lot of folks in Athens, University of Georgia, and elsewhere around the state. What at this juncture can you tell us about a budget that was so severely impacted last year, the response to the coronavirus pandemic, and concerns that linger into this year? Well, I, again, would uh, give a lot of thanks to the General Assembly, Speaker Ralston, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, uh, Chairman Tillery, and Chairman England for the work that we all did, uh, along with the folks in the governor's office on the budget last year. Very tough environment, but we had one of the best budgets that I've ever seen to reduce the amount of cuts, to really focus our spending in the bond package on shovel-ready projects to keep our economy going and to continue to support our priorities, which obviously last year and this year as well is health care, education, public safety, and, and continuing economic development in our state. And that's what we're going to focus on again. The good news is we're not looking at any cuts this year, so we'll be building off of where we are. So our agencies 
uh, can can have a sigh of relief in that regards. And then I think everything else we'll do, um, depending on what the session looks like, is going to be targeted to those priorities, public safety, education, health care, and the economy. Uh, something I should know but don't. Uh, what day does the session start? Week from the day. Week from the close. It's creeping up on us. Governor Brian Kemp, best of luck. Thanks for your time this morning. Have a great day. Thank you. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.